Matthias Gaze. Now the rally, you pass to That's what we've been waiting for. Unbelievable timing on that. And it's the Tigers straight away. Gaze. Elliot! What a start! Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inside NBL Show, our weekly preview. Uh, as always, we're brought here today by the Standard Squeeze, Ryan from Astute Newstead and Bonus Bank. Remember to use the code INSIGHT15 to help those who help us. But I'm the Supercoach Matrix, and I'm here with my co-host, Hammertone Finish himself. Hammer, how are you, mate? I'm good, man. Back after being rested Monday. Load management, I think, was on the box score, but um, it's good to be back. Big round coming up. Yeah, um, I actually, like, I'm going to go through today's show, but honestly, I think that it's fair to say that this is one of the hardest weeks I've had in NBL Supercoach um, so far. I think we've got some solutions, though. Well, I'm all ears because I'm absolutely snookered. I do not know which way to move. don't know where's up, where's down. So I'm hoping the rest of you guys can help me out. Um, yeah, look, I hope I can. I really hope I can. Um, but on today's show, we're going to go through the breaking news and weather updates. Um, I'm sure Ooh. everyone's holding out for, for Hammer with the weather. Um, Hammer's team review, as he missed Mondays, uh, we're going to go through the previews of all the games. We're going to go through the most ins and outs. We're going to go through our trades and captains. And again, being one of the hardest weeks, let's see what's happening here. And we're going to answer all your questions along the way. Mate, should we just head into some breaking news? Hit it. Oh. Sorry, I'm a bit steady. It's time for some news from around the league. <laughs> Abdul Nader is the most recent import coming to Australia, taking Will Cummings' roster spot. And I'm going to mm. stop on that for a second. I think we should have a chat about it because you missed um, you missed us talking about Will Cummings out. Uh, what do you yep. think about that? And what do you think of Abdul Nader? Nader? Uh, I've got a few thoughts. I think regardless of the off-court stuff, it just didn't work with two point guards. They both wanted the ball. It really was Brown or Cummings. Both were solid, but they've gone with Brown. Uh, you're the NBA expert, man. I don't know a whole lot about Nader. What are we talking? Is this like a, a poor man's Justin Simon? Is it a Doolittle? What sort of player are we looking at? Look, honestly, from what I've seen, someone like Anthony Lamb, uh, from when I saw him play in, in OKC a little while back, Probably he was yep. about 25, 26. He got drafted and went to Boston. Um, he's been sort of in and around the NBA, I suppose, you know, some lower lower level stuff there. But probably for seven years, I would say, um, bounced okay. around a little bit, been with three NBA teams. But where I saw him the most was with OKC. And he was just one of those guys that if you got him out, out the ball. Uh, he would shoot quite efficiently. Um, he was all right with the free throw line. Um, he would defend quite well. I'll probably defend serviceable. He wasn't a lockdown defender, but just a six, five small forward that can hold his own. Um, always has taken a lot of three point shots, um, and okay. shot it around that. Oh, I want to say just sub 40% just, which isn't too bad. So solid. Yeah. Okay. So is he, is he playable? Is he going to be here in time? So I think that he's going to miss the first game of their of their double. I think they've confirmed that, but could be back for the could be I suppose ready and suited up for the second game. I'm yeah. excited to see what happens. Yeah, I, I think I won't be touching him as much as I'd love to be able to get a forward on a on a double double at that new import price of two hundred seventy seven thousand. But uh, yeah, let's sit back and watch and. We'll see what he what he comes out with. But interesting and that we, you do the Anthony Lamb comparison, because I was yeah. thinking in, in my head when Lamb came into the uh, into the league, I was like, man, he took a couple of games to warm up. Yeah, and I was certainly did. I just went back through his game logs. He he was playing 27, 28 minutes from game one, and started with fifteen points. I think he had a four pointer on his second game, but he was sort of a twenty point scorer after that. He didn't take long at all. 
Lamb came in on a New Zealand team that wasn't going the best either. Southeast Melbourne are rolling. They're going to take their time with Nader the way that I see it. And yeah, look, I don't expect him to make an instant, um, yeah, an instant hit or an instant impact or anything super coach wise, um, apart from standing in the corner and maybe working his way in. But I think it's a better fit than Cummings. Yeah. I don't think they need him to be a superstar. I think there's that little bit of extra length, perimeter defense if he's got something, hit the open three. It's going to complement your, your big three already in, in Brown, Sauce, and, and Creek. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be overly super coach relevant. Talking to guys coming back, though, Zylan Cheatham's been given round 12 as the target to come back. It's not too far away. That's next week. Mm. Any, uh, any thoughts there? Is he factoring in at all? I really just want to get away from New Zealand now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, the schedule doesn't allow for me to look at these New Zealanders. Um, not that they're all New Zealanders. Um, most of the good ones are Americans. But, yeah, it just doesn't allow for me to look at them. Mm. Not probably till round 17 now. Yeah, I might have a better look at that during the week when it's actually going to happen next week and, and probably put a bit more thought into it. But the other bit of breaking news, uh, Livio Regano, the weatherman, eat your heart out because the Matrix has the weather report for us. Well, Cyclone Jasper is hitting right now. Uh, prayers mm-hmm. up for our fans up there in North Queensland. But I think that there's a real possibility that Cairns play one game if this keeps blowing a gale. Yeah. Absolutely. Like they probably should have last week with their shot clock debacles. Um, yeah, the latest intel. So Wednesday, today, Cairns Airport closed. All flights in and out. Last flight was 8 o'clock last night. The plan is it reopens tomorrow, everything going well, and New Zealand will be on that first flight up to Cairns to prepare for that first game. If that doesn't happen, I guess the silver lining is it's early notice for us, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, but, like, I don't know about you, but, sorry, I'm not real good at counting. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six Cairns players? Like, yeah, those guys playing half minutes. Oh, sorry, half the amount. Yeah, half minutes uh, for yeah. the whole round. That will really hurt. I, I think the only silver lining there, it's going to hurt pretty much everyone. Yeah. It and will... It- does impact my captain choices though i wonder and like we'll have a heads up but i'll probably look for somebody playing in that like i could wait and find out with cans but i think i want somebody in that southeast melbourne melbourne game on thursday if cans are only playing a single so spoiler alert i'm going to be staying away from cans captains even though i come in thinking is it going to be patty miller or taj mccall this week 100%. 100%. And we'll talk about it when we get to that later, but uh, I'm in a world of hurt. Bringing Sauce in is going to absolutely destroy me, um, and I was almost banking on a McCall or a Miller captain. So uh, I guess that's breaking news. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just had to boot somebody from the chat. Thanks, fake Brano. Uh, but we had to – let's have a look at Hammer. It's Hammer time. Let's have a look mm-hmm. at your – your week last week. Um, fill, fill us in as to what happened. Yeah. Look, I fell on my own sword and, and bought in Josh Roberts. Um, fool's gold if I've ever seen it in hindsight. Uh, wasn't that abysmal? Eight minutes each game. You know, that second game was. He had six boards and, and just missed some bunnies in that, that first six minutes. You could just tell he was getting that, that short hook. But uh, outside of him, I wasn't too upset. I had 419 for the round, top 4%. Uh, you know, like, like every week, if the ball bounced this way, didn't pick this guy, things could have been a lot better. But overall, I wasn't too upset. Moved up in the rankings and and was, was reasonably happy. Just behind you. Yeah, I was – was that green? Yeah, look, you know, it's hard um, being, being beside such a, a talented NBL uh, player. Um, I've just, I've just been doing it for years, but, um, yeah, look, I, I suppose as a, as a few of your rays, 
Look, as a crew, we did we did pretty well. Green arrows all around. Uh, our community yeah. team saw some big green arrows too. Um, so it's all looking mm. good at Inside NBL, isn't it? Absolutely, man. I'm living vicariously through that community team. I'm, I'm thinking of claiming that. That's my thing. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's have a bit of a look at some of the questions as they come through. Of course, Global, thanks for popping in. Uh, our friend with the great oh, – I might just leave that one there. I didn't quite read that one. Um, Globals can't breathe with no air. Uh, Boogie X is asking, who is the mystery man for NRL and is it Hammer? Mate, can you tell me um, who won last year's grand final with the NRL? Uh, just as a little test, I just want to see uh, how good you are with the oval footy sports. Is this my audition? Yeah, this is your audition. Man, it, let's play it like Cluedo. It was Berrigan in the back <laughs> half <laughs> for the Broncos. How's that? Yeah. Am I close? <laughs> close enough. They were, they were near. Um, but you sounded like... Realistically, there you just sounded like rugby league live one on the PS2 commentary team. So I actually kind of digged it. Yeah, maybe I'll make a little few guest appearances for uh, comedic value, but it's definitely not me. I'm, uh, I've got no idea, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Um, look, I suppose we're going to head into the previews of the games, and what I just want to get out early is Cairns, Melbourne, Southeast Melbourne. And Tassie are all with the doubles this week. Um, so when we talk about those teams, that's why there's going to be an emphasis on those teams. Tassie and Southeast Melbourne are on the double double, and Cairns still have a triple double. Mm-hmm. But there's still question marks hanging over all four of those teams this week. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. There is a lot to unpack. Um, Let's let's just start heading into the games into round eleven, mate. And Southeast sure. Melbourne versus Melbourne is Big Source the easiest captain you've ever seen in your life. But at four hundred and fifty k, he is the best super coach player in the comp, but also the most expensive for good reason. Yeah, you got to have deep pockets. Uh, bringing in Source. Unless you've structured your team for this moment, which I haven't, uh, <laughs> he's going to give you give you the business. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of money wrapped up, and I, I suppose a lot of guys will be going Anthony Lamb to source, which you know you're only fifty k short then. But um, look, a new import, how does that affect the team? Source is renowned for foul trouble. Um, you know, is everyone going to have source? There's a few questions, but look, he's a safe bet. He, he puts up some huge numbers, and I was looking at the matchup. Him versus JLA versus Huck Cordy. And I thought, oh, sure, this is not a good matchup for him. But I went back through the game logs, and he more than held his own with fouling out in the last thing. I think he had, uh, what do you mean, like 35, 37, which you can't be too upset with in about 22 minutes. He's good. Right, the guy is on a five-round average, and I just popped out of the screen, but he's on like a five-round average of 47. So he's 13% owned. But then I delved a little deeper, and in the top 5%, he is 71% owned. And he is probably a big reason those guys are in the top 1%, uh, top Mm -hmm. 5%. I haven't been one of those owners. In the top 1%, he's 80% owned. I haven't been one of those guys and I am going to work my way towards getting Alan Williams into my team. Yeah. I think he's, if you can afford him and it doesn't destroy the structure of the rest of your team, he's a two week hold. So over the four games, he's bound to put up some scores. Uh, and especially with cans with that cyclone Jasper hanging around and that cloud hanging over the first game for them. He's almost a unanimous captain there, isn't he, if Cairns on the single? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, another guy that comes at yep. a pretty penny, uh, our boy Mitch Creek. Every time I haven't had him in my team, he's been playing pretty well. Um, so I hate him. But um, he has a five-round average of 42. Um 23% owned and 35% owned in the top 1%. I had mm-hmm. a ripper last week. Uh, 40, 44 on his one game. Um, could you look at getting a Mitch Creek? And 
the people that I've seen, and look, I can only see from people that I've legitimately just talked to about NBL or what I've seen on Twitter, the people getting Mitch Creek in are the guys that just can't afford a uh, big source at the moment. Yeah. I've, I've had a look at that. It, he's a couple of grand cheaper than Anthony Lamb, so it's almost a straight swap, uh, which doesn't hurt me long-term as much as the big source. See, I'd be comfortable captaining a Miller or a Taj McCall and praying the big source bows out in the first four minutes and riding Mitch Creek. Yeah, he has a slightly better break even than source. Um, you know, this is, this is some FOMO here. Like, you know, I know if I don't b- play big source and you've gone through the top percent who, who own him, I'm going to be hurting until he, if he, you know, has a shocker. But is Mitch Creek viable? New guys coming in besides source. Can you go Creek? Can you captain Creek? Five-round average of 42. Um, I think he's as good as anyone to captain. I think Source is the mm-hmm. answer, but with only a five points less, like Big Source does have his foul problems, um, which maybe Mitch Creek is, yeah, maybe Mitch Creek is what we could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got uh, your mate back in the chat. Um, yeah. I see that. I just gave him right. 10 in the bin, but <laughs> Mitch Creek or Alan Source Williams. Talk about the matchup. So Creek's probably matching up on Travers. That's a pretty even matchup defensively for, for Creek. Uh, and Source versus the double headed, uh, you know, the monster that is JLA and Huck Forty. How do you see that playing out? Look, I don't like the matchups for either, but I think when across two games, I think that it's just something that you can you can deal with. If it's not phenomenal against if it's not phenomenal against Melbourne in the first game, I think that it'll be good in the second game. So second game is versus Illawarra. Sam Frolin, your boy Pidgeotto, and possibly a bit of Mason Peatling thrown at him. Like you can run a smaller big against him. Gary Clark may even see a few minutes. The sources you know, he, he bangs and stuff inside, but he's, he's not a tall guy by any means. Like, he's just crafty, right? Yeah, he is. Like, that floater is absolutely wet. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, you talked about a big three when we were talking about Southeast Melbourne, and I've been... With Melbourne's schedule, I might gloss over them a little bit because it's only a one-week play. We will look at them, yep. but you talked about the big three in Southeast Melbourne, and the third one is Gary Brown. Um, mm-hmm. I had my best week captaining Gary Brown earlier on in the year, um, nice. but he has a three-round average of 23. Yeah, I, I had a look at this too. He's um, And every time I've owned him, I don't think I owned him the week that you had him, but... um. He hasn't been that great. And I remember preseason, I was spruiking the guy. He was solid last year. I think he benefits the most, though, from Will Cummings being gone. You know, here's the rock, Gary. It's in your hands. This is your team. You're not sharing ball handling duties. They're both ball dominant. You know, he had nine assists last week without Will Cummings. He's now potentially got another shooter on the wing. I think his game improves. Would I take him over a Miller, a McCall, a Crawford? No. He's only 14K cheaper than Crawford, and that's yeah. where I landed in my analysis from Gary Brown. <clears throat> Lovely. Nicely done. <laughs> Mate, Chris Goulding's been really good. Um, we're mm-hmm. still seeing a three-round average of Luke Travis for 37. Could be a one-week yeah. play. But just when I look at, like, do I get Luke Travis in or do I spend up for Mitch Creek? Like, you've got a better three-round average. You've got basically the same schedule this week. You've got yep. a double next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it yep. just really hard to to look yep. any deeper at these guys. Yeah. Melbourne, at best, is a one-week rental. And when you've got two-week rentals with your Tat- with your Tassies, with your SEM, it's not not something you want to look at. Just just one thing. Um, we were talking, uh, I had Braino on the show. Um, I know you popped on briefly, but we're talking about Ben Air, and we haven't got to talk to him about him for a little bit, but mm-hmm. 10K, 
Um, scored 22 in his last game. Started, played 35 minutes. With yep. Abdul Nater, do you think that we should just stay away from, like, your Ben Ayers and your Matt Kenyons? Maybe just your cheaper guys that maybe you're yep. looking to downgrade that we thought would get the opportunity? What, yep. What's up? It's a good question. I think there's three guys in the mix there. you got Kenyon, you got Ayer, and you've also got Tarangi, who missed the uh, that last game with the birth of his kid. So those two got extended minutes that Tarangi had chipped into his he did eat into those minutes as well. So now you've got probably four guys fighting it out over two spots. Uh, yeah, it cloudies the water a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And you said it pretty well the other day that whoever they get from Southeast Melbourne are going to replace Moller maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more than, I suppose, Cummings. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's probably the role that would be. I still think you see a bump from everybody, but not the elite bump that maybe we thought we were going to get. See, I think the one who's probably going to maintain their minutes will be Kenyon. He's been playing. He's a defensive lock. Uh, He's actually been hitting some shots out of, I don't know what's been going on, but he's been hitting some shots lately. (laughs) I think he's the one who maintains his minutes. 100%, 100%, man. I agree with you. Let's move into Cairns and New Zealand. And apart from Cyclone Jasper, um, mm-hmm. Taj McCall had the best super coach round of mm-hmm. the year. Regardless was, of what's going on right here, he is must-own, isn't he? 100%. He's, he's solid as a rock. And he's cleaned up the turnovers. He's more efficient. He's hitting some shots. His shot actually looks a little nicer this season. Man, he had a kid and he's come back good. Did that happen to you when you had a kid? No, I actually put on, I put on about fourteen kilos. Um, so speaking of NRL, I might have just moved from the, I suppose, the wing to the front row. Um, but oh. but apart from that, I definitely, I actually got terrible at basketball. I couldn't even lift my arms up. Like I was, I was so chunky, <laughs> muscle bound. Yeah, look, yeah. McCall. He's got to be must-own. And with three, potentially three doubles left to play, he's a captain option. It's his team. We've talked about it all year. It's like his dad's the coach and he's got the keys to the city. You know, he's got a very, very long leash, unlike someone like Josh Roberts who gets that real short hook as soon as he misses the shot. Yeah, there's something in the locker room going there because I see Josh Roberts play and I see the... I suppose the positives out there over a Menenga and some people like that, but hey, what a, yeah. what do I know? Um, but Patty Patty Miller's also uh, a really good option. Um, yeah. yeah, look, after all those doubles, he's got a three round average of seventy five. Um, mm-hmm. You can't really not have him. Uh, Sam Sam Wardenberg is he back? Um, started rebounding well, got some good minutes. I suppose now that I have Sam Wardenberg and Josh Roberts. It's going to be one or the other, and if they're both on my bench, do I really care where it comes from? Well, one's making money this week, and one is losing money. So um, that's probably where my thoughts lie, unless you need the cash from Wardenberg to upgrade. But uh, yeah, last week was the Wardenberg renaissance, wasn't it? He's finally delivered on what we've all been hoping for all season, right at the moment when we've just written the bloke off. <laughs> he did, and... I'd kind of written off Bobby Clintman too. And he's come back uh, with a bit of a, actually, he looked great. Like I test wise, he looked great. Yeah. 20 points in the first half. He was showing why he's going to be an NBA draft pick. He was smooth. He was rebounding, blocking shots. That was the nice part. And knocking threes is a, is that a role now that he's starting to cook? Maybe he's come back from injury. Is that going to eat into Josh Roberts? Yeah, like I think that he was getting – honestly, there wasn't too many things going right for Josh Roberts uh, mm. in the last couple games. Like we're talking about a player that got eight minutes. Like I don't think I've ever talked about somebody that played eight minutes until you uh, until I talked about myself on our Red Devils um, A-grade team in uh, Gladstone. He, uh, like I played a phenomenal eight minutes. But, yeah, Josh, Josh Roberts got the hook. I just had to sit down because I was gassed. But um, – <laughs> That was pre the 14 kilos. That was pre the 14 kilos too. I was still gassed. That's when I was playing a few times a week. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, 
do, do, do we need to panic on Taron? Like while we're at Gans? Oh, I'm over him. You know, I'm, he's been a thorn in my side all season. He cost me a boost. He missed those first couple of rounds. He came back. He's never given us the giddy vibes he was meant to. Uh, but I don't think we panic. He's still got a very low break even. Um, but who else do you bring in for that price? I, I think he's okay. Look, my my chatter was if you've got to trade up your sleeve and it's not boost worthy, maybe somebody like your Kenyans and your um like like Kenyans nearly a straight swap. Uh you actually pick up 40k from air. Like maybe just a couple of those guys. We think that they're gonna get a bump. But yeah. I, honestly, with the schedule, I don't think you're gonna get much more than what you're gonna get with Taron. Like Taron's gonna play. Mm. It's just I don't know how well. Do you downgrade to AJ from Illawarra. Illawarra's schedule is going to start to get tasty in a couple of weeks. Save yourself a whole lot of cash and then have the schedule coming in. Can you spend that cash better somewhere else? But, yeah, it's not a priority, right? It's not boost-worthy. That's my no. thing. I like it. I like what I've seen from AJ Johnson. Justin Tatum's unlocked him. But, mm. um, yeah, I've, I've liked what I've seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nothing cool. like Parker, Parker Jackson Cartwright um, has a break even of 18. Um, he should make some money even with a double the following week. Look, Anthony Lamb has a break even of 36. So he's going to start to dip in cash, you would think, or yeah. even just not make any cash for the first week in a little while. Um, look, it's time to start to think of getting rid of these guys and your mangoes, isn't it? Oh, would love to get rid of mangoes, even coming into Christmas. But, uh, yeah, once again, so many other priorities. I've been trying to get rid of Mango for a couple of weeks, and he's slowly leaking cash and just still sitting on my bench. So, yeah, you got to do what you can only do what you can do. The guys in the chat can help me out with a joke, but I was trying to think of something about Mango going to North Queensland and the Bowen Mangoes, and I've just got nothing. So uh, let's just go to Perth yeah. versus Tassie. Um, Tassie sure. are planning a double this week. Probably time to get rid of your Perth players, your Doolittles, those guys, if you're still holding them uh, with mm-hmm. Perth's schedule. Um, Tassie players, I had Doyle, and I intended to hold Doyle through this double game week through to the following double game week. I'm glad I've got rid of him because look, and it's not his fault. He's been phenomenal and I want him Mm -hmm. as a player to be there, but he's just not, we're not going to get the answers. I don't, I don't even think Tasmania know whether Doyle's playing this week. No, the the NBL site put out today an injury list and they had Doyle there as a, to be confirmed if he's going to play it. It's up in the air. I don't think, it's critical the way you can structure your team. Unless you're holding him, maybe it's a bit more of an issue, but I wouldn't be bringing him in with the uncertainty. Crawford, if Doyle doesn't play, he's going to be pretty pretty special. He had 16 actual points in the first quarter the other night. It was all over the place. Uh, you've got your McCalls. You've got your, your Millers. It's not like you're scratching for a, a, a guard play this week, are you? No, you're not. Um Crawford is a guy that I have seriously considered bringing in. I said it on Monday. Um, I'll I'll go through my trade plans, but, mate, three-round average of 41, two doubles in a row. Uh, Milton Doyle being out seems to be an extra bump to Crawford in the assist department. Uh, Jack Mm -hmm. McVeigh being hit and miss. Everything looks up for Jordan Crawford. Well, he looks up at everything. Um, <laughs> not me. Yeah, you do love a small point guard, though. Like, remember that time we coached the under 18s? Our, our point guard was knee high to a garden gnome. He was so oh, that guy fucking ball. Love that kid. Yeah, man. Yeah, look, Crawford's um, probably the pick of Tassie. Is McVeigh a look? He's been a little down lately, but he's dual position. I've been burnt by him so much. Like, just don't talk to me. Mm. You, you know what? Uh, talk about McVay. I've got nothing to say. I haven't owned him once this year. Love the guy. But I just don't understand. He's almost, what is he, almost 300K? Maybe a bit more? Yeah, he's no, he's there. just below. He's 284. So I bought him yeah. in as a cheaper option at some stage when Milton Doyle got in and around that 
that 350. Yeah. So I brought yeah. in Jack McVeigh just thinking, because he had those he had those games where he was getting 40, but I brought him mm. in. He got like 17 and 19 and, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Here's another Tassie question. Marcus Lee played the two and a half minutes last week. Was that an injury? It has to be. Um, but Surely. even like, did you ever look at um, Willie Magne's minutes too? Like, mm. um, Fabian Chris Chrislevic uh, got him. Um, like, I, I I don't have an answer for you, um, but no. it had to have been an injury. Marcus Lee's been doing everything right when he's out on the floor. Yeah. Um, had to be an injury. And Will Magne must just be on minutes restrictions or something because I expected him to play more. I did play. His they point. played in that Adelaide game, didn't they? Mm-hmm. His points yeah. per minute are phenomenal, though. He's had some big games. But I, I really hope he doesn't start, actually. I just love him coming in against the second unit. It's, he just seems so much more of a focal point. He's settled. He, he's not sort of competing with, you know, your Drimmicks and that, trying to get shots up. It's, I, like, I really like him as anchoring that second unit. Um, and look, I'm going to be probably starting him this week. Um, mm. I just like what Magne's been doing. Um, and in two games, uh, he'll get it right, one of them. So Yeah. See, I'm looking at probably starting him at forward. There's been a few questions in the chat, though, uh, asking Wardenberg or Magne. What are your thoughts there? Um, I actually have this problem, and I am going to be playing Magne because I love upside. I think mm-hmm. that the best that you're going to get out of Wardenberg is a 50. I think the worst you could get out across of Magna games, is, right? is, yeah, yeah, across two games, yeah. The best that you're going to get out of Wardenberg is probably 50 over two games, a couple of 25s, mm-hmm. maybe a 30 and a 20 like last week. Uh, but yeah. the best you could get out of Magna could be an 80. But yeah. when Magna gets a 15, don't say we didn't warn you. Riding mm-hmm. Magna out is... A roller coaster, and I'm all for it. Like, yeah. we're, let's ride, ride or die together. But Wardenberg is the safer option. But Magne yeah. is the guy that you could, yeah. yeah, could win you your week. Much lower floor, much much higher ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. well it's said. Um, and Berger has had a Hall of Fame catch and shoot. Um, he's a god, according to Boogie X. So, uh, yeah, let it let the good times roll. Let a rip, big fella. Um, Southeast Melbourne versus Illawarra. We've delved into yep. most of Southeast Melbourne, unless you can think of anything matchup wise. Southeast Melbourne to Illawarra. Maybe the fact that Illawarra's forwards are, have been really good offensively mm. and defensively, but I don't think that worries Source. No. Look, he's, I've always thought maybe he struggles against the length, you know, but he's put up numbers against JLA. He's put up numbers against some of these other bigs. I think Sam Froling's going to worry him. And after Sam Froling, they're very small. Source will beast Pidgeotto. Uh, Gary Clark, if anyone's going to go there. No, Gary Brown, if anyone's going to go there. The, the guards on Illawarra are defensively uh, absent. <laughs> I, th- I was going to say weak, but absent's a good one. Yeah, deficient. I mean, they're two guys who couldn't guard their own shadow. So I'd say Gary Brown stepped it up big in that second game. And, look, let's talk about AJ Johnson. Um, He Mm -hmm. went from 58K. Um, We did have a bit of a chat about him, and I did spook him. I just didn't have the – like, I've had bigger fish to fry than than get in a 58K guy. Yeah. Yeah. like, And and now that I've got this 74K fish and he's went from, like, tadpole to goldfish – um, look, look, the ceiling is probably a, a brim, um, like a small <laughs> brim, but like, we don't have a barracuda here, do we? Look, 74K, you're still ordering off the McDonald's loose change menu. You can, you can dig <laughs> into the console of your car and, and buy an AJ Johnson. Uh, and to get a but, fillet of fish. Yeah. You're going to get a fillet of fish. You're not getting the, you know, the Big Mac deluxe. He's, uh, you know. Maybe he's a downgrade from a Taron Armstrong who seems to have fallen out of favour for maybe your Paddy Millers and uh, what's the little shooter guy? Well, he's all the threes. In um, where are we, where are we talking about? Cairns. Started the last couple of games. You know what I'm talking about. A little flamethrower. Quick six. 
Um, yeah. Whatever. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, that that's probably where we're at with that one. No need to talk really about any more Illawarra guys. But they do get very relevant later on in the year. Like, we're going to have some big yeah. Illawarra chats later on in the year. Uh, they have the For best sure. schedule going into your finals, um, your finals run. But not wanting to get too far ahead of ourselves, I don't think it's going to be a very big chat. There's only maybe, what, two, possibly three you'd even look at? Yep. Rolling, Gary Clark, Daylight for third? Yeah. Justin Jason Robinson, Tatum, your boy. Can we play Jason Tatum on the on the on our Mate, he would drop he'd drop sixty in every game over here. <laughs> yeah, good. Right. Let's have let's have a look at Melbourne versus Adelaide. Um Adelaide's schedule gets I suppose good in round thirteen, so still a couple mm-hmm. of weeks away. Yeah. I'm gonna use this as an audition. I'm gonna have a yeah. look. The top and, and Brano and I had a chat about it, but those top four guys and Jason Kadee got a did not play coach's decision or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. that's that's there's something going on there. Uh, there's more yeah. going on there than meets the eye. Well, I think that rotation is just shortened, and, and some of yeah. the guys and they, there's kind of your veterans. I, I don't know what kind of deals they're on. If you assume the way they're getting benched, they're only on one year deal or, or they're expiring after this year, but. You know, you guys like Kadee, Sunday Deck, who was, you know, he was their guy for a couple of years before this. Mitch McCarron played very sparingly. He didn't play over the last minute or so. Of the He's first their quarter. captain. Yeah. I mean, which is sort of weird after he has his massive little hissy fit rant that makes the national news and then doesn't get a chance to back it up. Kyron yeah. Galloway hardly played. Like, their rotation's gone. This, this is a yeah. good... I know. Like now, I've got a lot more confidence in your Wileys, your Kells, your Humphreys, uh, your DJ Vasilievich. If these guys yeah. are playing thirty minutes a game, they suddenly look playable, don't they? DJ played like thirty-seven or something crazy. Like in yeah. where where I look is two of those guys are center eligible, and centers are fucking sucked. Like there's some yeah. guys that you could play um, your Wileys. Um, sorry, mm. I'm just making sure you know he's a center. Um, well, I was going to say, it's you for not telling me until round 10. <laughs> Mate, sorry, I thought you did a super coach podcast. I uh, I thought you knew. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> Mate, um, let's look at Tassie and Sydney. And this yeah. is sort of the second, this is the lull of Sydney's schedule. They were going mm-hmm. 2 1 2. One, yep. two, two. So yep. you want to bench your Sydney players this week, but you don't want to drop them is where I was getting at. Yeah. Did you watch NBA overtime this week? Uh, missed it. I watched Ooh. a little bit, but yeah missed, yeah, missed the whole thing. A little bit of a thought process going on here. Sydney in a bit of a world of her, right? They, they're starting to drop out of that top three. They've, they've lost a few on the trot. Some they should have won. There's talk they need a shake-up, not with the coaching, but with the starting lineup. Maybe they've got talent that just doesn't fit together. One of the ideas that was floated was starting Galloway over Hogue. Is I tell Galloway you what, Gall- Gall- And it, I, I'm going to look up exactly what he was, is, but he's like 200K, and he has proved... He pro- proved when um, Hogue was out... To be a genuine gun, isn't he? Mm, absolutely. I'm looking very carefully. If I can, like, if I can't afford anything other than source, and I have to use my second trade somehow, I'm going to be targeting Galloway. That's that's possibly a guy cheap enough you can ride on your bench on singles, and you can play him out the rest of the season. He's startable, especially if his role is going to increase. And he's got a negative break even. I think. I'm holding Denzel Valentine. That dual position could work very nicely for you, though. Yeah, I know. He he was disappointing, but the more I look at the schedule, and I said on, on Monday night show that I might look at getting rid of him. But, mm. yeah, look, I, I just can't. He's been disappointing, but he also, like, has a three-round average of 33, a five-round average of 34. He does seem to just score points, and, like, his bad game is a 20. 
He's yeah. He's disappointing. Yeah, like it's not that bad. But yeah. yeah, but not that bad. Yeah, you, you feel like you have to do something about it. Just yeah, just that sort of limbo with him, isn't it? Um, and look, DJ Hogue. I don't think they're going to bench DJ Hogue, but oh, if they do, that would be disaster for Onus. Could they play together? Could you play them both Maybe. side by side? Hope they don't seem like. Yeah, I think so. Jalen can play the three, really. Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Um, you've got Jalen Adams there, who has been, you know, a three round average of thirty three for a guy that nearly touched four hundred k this year. Um, is disappointing. Jonah Bolden on a double game weeks seems to be able to play really well one game. So yeah. I wouldn't be looking to drop him if you had him. But he's up 50K now, and I don't know if I want to pay 280K for somebody who is every yeah. chance of scoring three points that week. Yeah, exactly. And if you're playing source center this week and you're playing maybe a magnate at power forward, a creek at power forward, something like that, is he really needed? Do you need him to start? And then can you look at maybe an Adelaide player the next week? I don't think he's um, really yeah. a priority. No, I agree with you. Let me have a look. I think there's one more game to go through. Then we might answer some of these questions. These questions have been really good. Um, Brizzy yeah. versus Cairns. Um, Cairns, if the airport's closed, they might all uh, hop in a little bus and head down the uh, down the Bruce to Brisbane. Um, mate, do you do you love a bus trip with the uh, with the basketball boys? Look, I have done road trips like that before, and. That's about the reason I stopped playing. 12 blokes in a 12-seater van when you've got a couple of seven-footers in there. Man, that is brutal. I, I would tip Brisbane to win that one in an absolute landslide. <laughs> Mate, Brisbane have been pretty ordinary. So his 250th mm. game, man, they sucked. Um, hopefully Josh Bannon back this week, though. Yeah, still not confirmed, but you, you hope so. I don't know how many people are still holding him. I'm not. Uh but yeah, that's that was from, look, this whole thing hinges that was from on a basketball Cairns standpoint. Yeah. 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 That's from a basketball we'll know... standpoint, not a super coach. So sorry, carry on. Now hopefully we'll know about the Cairns situation tomorrow morning if if New Zealand gets into to Cairns and we'll be able to make adjustments before the first game. But yeah, what's this space? Mate, let's answer some questions earlier than usual. Um, everybody's mm-hmm. been throwing in some really good ones, and I think that that'll answer a lot of our, um, you know, our trade talks and the ins and outs yeah. anyway. So we'll cover a bit in the question. Can I get a question Can I get an answer? Does that change every week? I don't know what Brano's doing. Um, <laughs> global friend of fan of the show. Who is your pod play of the week? So just somebody that you think mm. that maybe get in and uh, and that isn't JLA. Oh, well, you took the only way I was going there. <laughs> I, I think your pod would have to come from United. You know, everyone's talking source. Everyone already holds the cans, guys. Your pod's either going to be a Luke Travers, a JLA, or... Uh, a Crawford? Maybe Crawford's the yeah. pod. If you could move yeah. McCall to Ford, Crawford's probably a pod. There you go. I like Crawford. Um, I'm going to look at Sydney because I see... Look, and I think we're going to cover it a bit more in the trade-ins and trade-outs, but with how disappointing Jalen Adams has been, um, he 7% of teams are looking to trade out Jalen Adams. And much like Bryce Cotton, I think that he's too good to have another bad week. There's a good schedule. He's got a high break even, but he is one of those people that can turn up on a double game week. This is a single game week uh, for Mm. Sydney, but he's got another couple game weeks coming up. I think maybe you could just get Jalen Adams, save a trade, go through that uh, 2-1, 2-2, 1-2 even in the next um, five weeks. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, just roll with, Adams or somebody like that. I think a pod is somebody that nobody's going to be thinking of. People are getting off Adams. Maybe getting Adams at a at a discount for three hundred and fifty k could be the play. Okay, so I hold 
PJC. Potentially PJC on my bench. Get rid of him for Adams. Play him on the bench this week. Hold him for the Sydney Doubles. You're saying that's the pod? Well, not not PJC if that's the answer because PJC actually has a low break even, and I think yeah. that you could just do the trade next week. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No. Yeah. For just... me, it's Crawford. Crawford's your pod. I actually think Galloway too, but you sort of chatted about him a fair bit before. A five break yeah. even. People aren't looking at getting Jalen Galloway in because of because of Hogue. He is going to make you money even off the bench. Solid. And it's probably better structurally for your team in the next couple of weeks. Um, could you get Nader this week? 277K. Um, not conf- I don't think he's playing Friday night is what I read. So, Well, you could get him. Would it be a wise decision? Probably not. Would it be a pod? Definitely. Uh, he, could, he could be great, but I just think he's going to take a bit to fit in, don't you? I just think, yeah, I think he's coming to play a role. And, and I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong once we see him, but they're probably just going to throw him out on the court even if he plays Friday night so they can get the minimum games up to be able to play finals. That's why they've yeah. made the move now. There's only like 10 games left for him. I think you got to play eight to make finals. Maybe that's where they're yeah. going with it. Theo, thanks for popping on again, mate. Great name too, by the way. Um, do you go Williams and Air, or would you get Crawford or Creek? I was in very yeah. similar situations this week, so you answer this one. See, for me, it depends on the rest of your team. Like, it sounds like Crawford and Creek are two starters. Williams yep. would be a starter, and Air would be a bench player, surely. Yeah, it sure. depends what's around them. Like. You know, if you average the points, and Crawford and Creek will outdo Williams and Air, I'd say. But Williams can be a very solid captain option. Yeah, probably more information needed on that one. But look, both aren't bad. You could captain. Um, yeah, honestly, you could captain Crawford or Creek too. Mm. You could. Right. There's a lot going on with um. With Theo, because later on he goes Hogan Adams for Crawford and Creek. Yeah, so yeah, so he's looking like at trading out Hogan Adams um, to go Crawford and Creek, but I suppose it's also Hogan Adams for Williams and Air via Jules. So yeah, I like I like Hogan Adams for Crawford and Creek because yep. Crawford and Creek both have the double double. You know, then it gives you two trades next week to try and fix up what you need. You might be able to bring back Hogan Adams if you want. Uh, it just probably only consideration is do I have a captain option? While you're there, Creek or Crawford, um, uh, George is asking. Um, like if you had to pick between, we've just talked about Creek and Crawford, and we think that mm. they're good. Um, but uh, if you had boost, similar price, fifty k's difference. I'd be taking Creek. I just feel that the forward spot is so much weaker than guard. You could play. And I'm assuming most guys would be holding a Miller and a McCall and push aside for a moment the fact they might only play one game. But, um, yeah, I like Creek there. It depends on your team, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think I am in the same position and I'm going to go Creek over Crawford. Mm. Well, here's one for you. You do Crawford and Williams for Sobian Adams? As he may hold a boost. May as well hold about a boost, yeah. Two boosts could do a Johnson or Air. I wouldn't be boosting for Johnson or Air. No, I don't. Like, Josh Roberts isn't going to lose you that much cash. He's 140K. There's nowhere else to go. Um, I think Sobe and Adams out is okay, even though I don't hate the old hold of Adams. Uh, but mm. if you can find a way to go Sobe to Williams and still keep Adams, I don't hate it as well. Maybe there's another way to go get in Crawford. Maybe one of the boys from New Zealand that you've been holding or or somebody like that. I would rather yeah, trade out somebody from New Zealand, even with a low break even for PJC, than trade out mm-hmm. Adams this week. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, there's a. I hadn't actually looked far enough ahead. That round 12 double for New Zealand makes me think I could possibly hold Crawford a little longer. 
Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. PJC a little longer. Yeah, but that is also the week in round 12 that eight teams have the double. The only teams that don't mm. are Adelaide and Melbourne. Like, it's basic, basically yeah. a nothing week. Yeah. Yeah. Free, free hit. Um, again, uh, having a chat about Cam's game being cancelled. The airport is shut. Um, through our research, um, New Zealand are planning to come in afterwards. We're going to have to see how it goes tonight, but we should have a uh, fair warning. So, yeah, you'll update that on your uh, your Twitter, won't you? I'll get it on my Twitter, and I'd love for you to pop on it for once, mate. Seriously, I'm still using my abacus. It's uh, Twitter's Twitter's not something I'm familiar with, man. This is I'm still on MySpace. You're my top friend, this by is... the way. Oh, awesome! Thanks, man. Means a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Braden Dunstan. Um, any word on Doyle's availability? Um, he's just short of Crawford if he doesn't suit up. Uh, what are our thoughts on a, if we had to choose between uh, Gaz Brown, Delhi, or Luke Traverse? Well, one of them is not an option. I, I wouldn't even talk about Delhi. That's that's nonsense. Um, Brown or Travers though? Interesting. Brown, due to the Brown. better schedule next week too. Yeah, unless you've got the already guard heavy Travers as a one week rental forward, I don't hate it. Like he, they're gonna have to play him against Creek, aren't they? Like that's the only real matchup they got. Bowen's not gonna be able to have the foot speed to go with Creek at the four. Who else do they play at the four there? N- nobody. It's Travis. Yeah, look, I'd be taking Travers on a one-week rental, potentially, or unless you need guard help. I think Brown's going to have a, a field day against Illawarra. Like, I know I'm guessing Braden's team, but I really think that if you're going to go and get in Brown, you've probably got a Taj McCall that you're moving around and stuff mm. anyway. Um, I don't think you're going to, as long as you can move Taj up to up to forward, I don't think yep. the issue between guard and forward is probably too bad. I know it's an issue on your team, but it's not an issue yeah. on mine. So, yeah. Brown too, that first game against Melbourne United, we've talked about it before, coming up against the, the two-headed monster in, in Delhi and uh, uh, Shay Ely. They locked down on guards, but I can't can't quite think who it was. I, th- I remember saying that last week, and whoever came down there just destroyed those two. Miller. Yeah. I said that about Miller, and he went and had 32 points, 10 assists. So, yeah, ignore me. Um, can you please rank these guys as well? Um, you know, if we want to play David's game of, um, what is it, kiss, marry, or kill? Um, let's go uh, Magne, Clintman, and Wardenberg. Let's rank them one, two, and three. Cut, start, sit. Magne, Clintman, Wardenberg. I think he's got it in the order I'd go. I am going to... I just think there's the opportunity that Clintman doesn't play that much in any given game. Um, So I'm going to go Wardenberg. Oh, no. no. You know what? Leave it in that. I'm just trying to get spicy. It depends what your appetite for risk is because that's the exact order if you're look, looking at how high their ceiling is. But you probably got to go reverse order to look how low their floor is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, yeah. Theo's asking if there's any doubles in round 13, and that is Adelaide and Cairns. That is the only reason we are talking about Adelaide players right now. Because if you want to field five players, you might end up with five players from Cairns if you don't look to Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, are you telling me, though, that Theo hasn't downloaded our uh, schedule screensaver? <laughs> yeah, it's in our Discord, so. Uh, get on it. Get on our Discord, join our community team, and, um, yeah, get your little screensaver. Yeah, be like me and just claim the community team as your own and say you're a top 1% coach. <laughs> Mate, I see a lot of questions about captains. Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah, fine. let's um, let's oh, let's go through our trades first. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. Hit us with it. Well, 
You better go first because during this episode, I've just hit undo trades and I am back to the drawing board. So you go. Give me a minute. Yeah, so the other night I was talking about trading out Denzel Valentine and Anthony Lamb, uh, which got me a lot of cash but didn't give me, I suppose, the premium cash uh, to get source. So I went back to the drawing board and I've looked a lot deeper at Sydney's schedule and I've gone, well, Valentine's actually a hold right now. I, whether it be a mistake or not to get in Valentine, a guy that averages 24, he's been sort of getting his break even every week. He hasn't gone up in cash. He come into the league at 277K and he's 277, 300. I'm getting what I paid for, for Valentine. If I traded him out, it would just be a rage trade. So looking at the schedule and the fact that I put absolutely nothing into the fact that New Zealand is playing next week on a double um, because everybody's playing a double and Cheatham's coming back. I am going to trade out Anthony Lamb and Parker Jackson Cartwright uh, to get in big source Alan Williams and Mitch Creek. Um, I am going to have to trade them out in a couple weeks, but then when I looked at people from Melbourne, I'm going to have to trade them out before then anyway. Uh, Basically anybody... If I look at Tassie, I looked at a Jordan Crawford. But like Hammer was saying earlier, forwards are wasteland. I've already got Paddy Millick, Taj McCall sitting there at guard, um, even probably playable on the single if they miss a, a round. Everybody's going to own them or everybody in the top 5% is going to own them. I'm going to get in Mitch Creek because I don't think people will be getting in both Source and Mitch Creek. I think people will mm-hmm. be getting one or the other. So that's my pot is having both. Yeah. I, I'm jealous. I've been trying every which way to make that happen and I just cannot massage it. So I'm one or the other. I've got Miller and McCall at guard. I've got Wardenberg and Magne at board. Alan Source Williams at centre. And I have 124,600 left to bring in a Ford for uh, getting rid of Josh Roberts. So, to be completely honest, I've got no idea where I'm going yet. So, um, I like yours. Can you, can you move McCall up and get in like one of those air guys or something like that and maybe just. You can start McCall. I know you're playing Magne off the bench, but who's your other guards? I've got PJC. He's holding a lot of uh, cash on my bench. If we get rid of Lamb and PJC, it frees up a lot more cash, but it's I have to bring in a guard. I just cannot yeah. get that second guy to forward. It's just killing me, man. I've, I'm, I don't have the luxury like you do of like a, a Valentine that's guard forward I can swap other than McCall. He's not playing, and that man, was a, man. and that was a big thing with me. And maybe the best thing about having Valentine mid Valentine, Valentine, the guy that just gets what he's worth every week, mm-hmm. was his guard forward eligibility in the end, yep. uh, which isn't exciting. It's not sexy, but it's yep. allowing me to do what I want. Yeah. So the other option for me, and we talked about a one week rental, is Luke Travers. I could bring Luke Travers in for PJC. Start him at guard and, and you know, or forward and move on uh, uh, Taj up to the forward position. So that's something I might look at. Mate, let's head into captains. Well, captain, my captain. Well, captain, my captain. Mate, there's a lot of options this week. And that peep gives me goosebumps every time. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of options. Who do you got? We've talked about a few of them. Mate, I think I have got spicy with my captain a few times and it's very rarely worked out. It's probably worked out, I would say, one out of ten times and that was the week I captained Gary Brown, I think. Um, I'm just going to go. I'm spending the money to get in source because he's so good. I would be okay with captaining Creek if there wasn't the question marks about, you know, your Cairns New Zealand thing, I would consider a Paddy Miller or a Taj McCall. Honestly, I'd still probably go a Paddy Miller because of the safety there and because I've been burnt and dropped. Like, you know what? I was like 
200th earlier on in the season, then suddenly found myself outside of the top 1,000, and then I've been crawling my way back from my fuck-ups. I am going to take Source and just shit on everybody who can't afford him this week. Yeah, being me probably. Uh, There we go. Yeah, look, and I wasn't hating it too much before I thought the uh, the Cairns game was was going to get Cairns. I thought maybe I'd go on my call. You know, Lightning can't. Can't strike twice, can it? Does he give us another 100 this week? Uh, and then banking on... You know when you sit a game, sit and watch a game and you're, like, hoping someone has a shocker and, like, every time Source touches the ball and you're just like, that's a charge, foul out, oh, miss the shot. Like, that'd be me for the whole game. You know, that whole FOMO kicking in. Uh, look, Source is your big captain. Taj or Miller are options if Cairns play the double. JLA uh, as a one-week rental. Freak, don't love it as much. Uh, I think he's a lot more effective than Source is by getting another forward in. Maybe they take a bit of time. They want the same spots on the floor. But that's probably our, our main options, right? Maybe Crawford. You could probably captain Crawford if, if Doyle's not back. If you are chasing upside and a big gambling man, Crawford could turn up this week. Honestly, like there's a possibility. Yeah. The scary thing was for me, though, watching him last week, he had he had 30 actual points, and there just wasn't a whole lot of other production going on for him. There was a few turnovers. Like, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't a wasteland. He, he had some stats, but, you know, his assists were probably slightly down without Doyle there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I Like, I was getting Crawford by hooker by crook, and then I've just seen Mitch Creek there, and I've just gone. Like, yeah, instead of getting Valentine, like, obviously I'm trading out Parker Jackson Cartwright instead of Valentine to give me the mm. extra money to go Creek instead of Crawford. But I think yeah. that's worth it. I think so, too. And they're not just one-week rentals. You can probably hold your exact squad for two weeks. Like, you've got the luxury to just tinker with your bench next week. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I'll probably start setting up for the week ahead. I don't know. I, I might just use it and like AJ Johnson could go up a heap of money, but I might just be able to use it to get Josh Roberts out for an AJ Johnson or, or something like that. Um, yeah. Look, maybe even get in a Ben air if he's minutes solidify this week, mm. maybe Southeast melt, like maybe Abdul Nader is an absolute jet and we're going to need the price rise there. Um, I've got some flexibility there and I might even start getting rid of my cans players next week. Yeah, perfect. Just my low end, guys. Yeah. Good. Mate, let's um, let's just answer the couple more questions. If you've got any questions, we'll stick around and answer them. This is basically the end of the show right now. Um, but Rob's Punk has some questions. Oh, mate, Rob, Rob hit me in the fields. Did you read okay. his comment? On the not not this not this one. The comment the oh, other yes, day. Eh? The comment the other day was, oh, sorry, guys, I'm logging off. Hammer isn't here for me and Brano the other day. So now I've disappointed him again. So you've got a fan. I am going to read Rob's Punk's answers, and you are going to answer them. Okay. Rob's Punk has two problems, um, and he's not taking it to his therapist. Um, Should I take air for Adams and bank the cash, or should he bench Adams for a week and chase points by bringing Crawford in. And can you make that a metaphor um, for one of your relationships? <laughs> well, I don't think I've got a metaphor for you tonight, tonight, Rob, but I'll give you this. How about Monday's pod? I will do it in the theme of a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, Sounds good. Yeah, man, you got some issues there. That's some uh, air for Adams and take the cash. I'd bench Adams for a week and chase points and bring Crawford in. I'd bench Adams and bring Crawford in. Go big or go home. I, like Crawford, Crawford's one of those guys that can. Like I know he's got a fifty break even or something ridiculous. I'm jealous not having. Two games. He, no, only one game this week. Has he? Oh, sorry, not Crawford. I mean, um, Adams. My bad. The beers oh, are kicking in. Yeah, no, Adams has a high break even. Um, 
<laughs> Rob did watch on Monday. I feel better. It's okay. You're back on the Christmas card list. Um, so Adams has a break even of 41. He could even cover that, honestly. Mm. Do you think Jalen Adams could cover that? 41? Like everybody's panic trading him out because he's started losing some cash. Um, he's uh, been the no. He, no, he can't cover 41. Per game? Yeah, in one game this week. No, absolutely not. I think Sydney are an absolute mess right now. They have no identity. They don't know if they're coming or going. He doesn't know if he's Arthur or Martha. Uh, yeah, they need a bit more time to figure it out, and we'll get him on a discount when they come back into the schedule. Um, Theo is trading... Air and Williams in for Bannon and Hogue. Hey, I don't hate that. Air and Williams in, Bannon and Hogue out. Yeah. Look, Bannon's likely not to play. Who knows how long this concussion stuff lasts. Hogue, he's been solid without being spectacular, and they're on a single. Air will do a little something-something on your bench. Doesn't really matter, but Williams, there's your captain. You're going to keep pace. Getting in a... When you get him in as a captain and you captain him like you're not talking about just four games are you you're talking about eight games and like mm. he's just had that upside with the high floor like he's been the yeah. best by far and that's it and we've talked this all season long like with your cottons and, and creek initially when it was more expensive you've got such a lot of money tied up in one player that when you want to move on from him you can easily downgrade and then have a whole lot of money to upgrade another guy as well target that next team. So it makes the week after you get rid of them a lot easier. Um, Justin's asking uh, Big Mac, Sauce, and Crawford or Air from Doolittle and Adams. I definitely understand the getting rid of Doolittle right now. I have toyed yeah. with getting Adams. And I wonder if you're thinking about going Air. Maybe Adams isn't the trade out. But I think if you're trading out Adams, then yeah, by all means, please use that yeah. and get Crawford because Crawford's going to be, yeah. Crawford's going to have another rip snorter, I think. Yeah, Sauce and Crawford's a good, good duo, man. Like especially if you, I don't know if you got him a McCall and you can move him to the forward spot or something. But yeah, there's there's some good stuff there. Um, and we're going Willie. Yeah, we're definitely going to go Willie Magne yeah. over Clintman, aren't we? Aren't we, Hammer? I'm, I'm locked in on Magne and I'm ready for him to rip my heart out and disappoint me again like he has every season for the last three. Um, mate, do you think um, do you think these guys just need to need to follow us on uh, Insight Fantasy Sports to get your uh, your update as to what's going on with the cyclone up north? Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll follow put the weather updates. When I say we, I mean you. <laughs> Look, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Instagram, it's gonna be Twitter, it's gonna be all of that. Um, I'm at sc underscore matrix. Uh, you've had Hammer this week, and we'll be back next week um, with your review and preview show for NBL. Gotcha. Cheerio.